Amen. You know, one thing about God, he, he loves it when his people look to him and seek him. Even to praise him. Where there's praise, there's God. Where there's God, there's salvation. And where there's, amen, when he's here, there's, there's, there's hope. Amen. There's peace. And that's what we all desire, joy. Just to, just to understand that, hey, he's our God and, and he loves us. What do we have to worry about when we're in his, his presence? So thank God we're here. You know, I'd love to come to church Sunday. We spend all day here. A place of refuge. It's a sanctuary. We know that, hey, you know, we can call upon his name and give him all our cares. Amen. And he'll, he'll help him with them instead of us worrying about him. Amen. Full of anxiety and what we're going to do, but no, give them to God. Yeah. I tell you what, if you're sincere, you believe He'll help you, He will. Amen. He desires to bless us. Yeah. Amen. He just, he, he wants to, you know, His intentions to us are good. So let our intentions be, uh, to Him be good also, with reverence. Amen. With love. And we'll see what God can do for us. Amen. Let's pray. Amen, Heavenly Father. Almighty God, thank you for being such a, an awesome God, a loving God. Amen. You're a, to us, your people, Father. You're a personal God. Amen. And you want to, you desire to bless us, Father. Amen, Lord God. You desire to save us, Father, to heal us, to encourage us, oh God. And we thank you for your presence. Amen. We thank you, oh God, what you're able to do for us. And Lord, let us do for you, Lord, in praise and worship, amen, adoring you, just appreciating you, Father, seeking with all our hearts, oh God, amen, for we need you, Lord God, and as your people, let's draw closer to you, amen, Lord God, amen, let's draw nigh to you, Father, understanding how much we need you, amen, we need to be saved, oh God, and you're coming as soon, oh Lord, Amen. Let's start this day, Father, by preparing ourselves, Father, that we can be faithful. Amen, Father, when you come after you, church. Be found faithful, Father. Living for you, doing that way, Lord. Amen. Being the light, Father. Being the social mirror. Amen. Just, amen. Manifesting your goodness, your holiness, your godliness, your righteousness, your, your love, oh God. Through your spirit, we thank you, Lord, and have your way. In my prayer, oh God, amen, Lord, anoint the man of God. And thank you for the word that we can hear, Father. Amen. That word is contained. Amen. Our strength, oh God. Our encouragement, our correction, Lord. Our guidance, Father. Amen. We thank you for it, oh God. Anoint all those that are part of service, Father. Amen. We thank you, Lord. We're careful to give you all the praise and glory, Father. In Jesus' name, and everyone says, Amen. Praise the Lord, saints. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's good to be in the house of God. It's good to see all your faces. Amen. I'm so thankful for the Lord today. I'm so thankful for the assurance we have in here, the blessed assurance. Yes. We say that, but do you guys know what blessed assurance is? Yes. It's confidence mm -hmm. in a guaranteed fact. Mm -hmm. Yes. Amen. It's a fact mm -hmm. that we have salvation through water baptism and the infilling of the Holy Spirit. It's a fact that God makes provisions for his yes. children. He said in the Bible that we are the head and not the tail. Mm -hmm. Amen. Right. 
and it's a fact that we're going to go through things on earth. This is this is the earthly realm, this economy. You know, we're going to go through trials and troubles, but it's a fact that God's never going to let us down. Amen. That He's always going to be there to walk through it with us, and we will overcome. Amen. Amen. So let's just worship Him this afternoon. One nineteen in your hymnals, if you'd like to follow along there.
marched around Jericho, how many times did they march around? Can you little kids tell me? Seven times, right? And on the seventh time, what did they do? They did. They made the loudest noise and the walls came tumbling down. Amen. We've got to lift our voices and worship saints. 315 in your hymnals.
Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. Thankful, Lord, for the day, the opportunity, Lord, to gather in your name and your house, mighty God. Lord, we ask that you bless us. Heavenly Father, we pray for the ones who are sick, Lord. We ask for a speedy recovery, mighty God. And Lord, for the ones who are here, Lord, we pray, Lord, for their salvation also, Lord. Be with us, Lord. Be with the men of God, Lord. I've had this next song on my heart for a while. Amen. Listen to the words. Doesn't matter what you've done in the past. God loves you enough to spread His arms and die for you, knowing, knowing full well what you were going to do. Doesn't matter what the world thinks of you.
almost compels you, draws you, praise God, you just want to lift up your hands, you just want to, you just want to open your mouth, you just want to give him glory, you just want to lift him up, you just want to exalt him, you just want to say hallelujah, you want to say praise the Lord, thank you Jesus. 
of the Lord. Praise God. That's, this is what church is all about. We're, we're, we're being led by His Spirit. We're being led into that holy place. We've been talking about it for quite a while now. We've been studying about it. And He's leading us into that holy place. Man, I talk about forethought and what God is directing us to do and when we come into that place and, and we've been hearing about it and hearing about it and hopefully some of us have been amen trying to get some understanding and even reading and researching your word and getting a amen uh, an understanding of what the Lord is trying to do he's trying to lead you into that place of worship praise God that he wants you to Amen. Come into and you just cannot. It's very obvious you cannot sit down on God. Very obvious you cannot sit down on God. When you feel what we're feeling, there's just no way you can just sit there and not even have any kind of response or reaction. One way or the other. And, and you know, and I don't like to watch people. I don't, I'm not into staring at people. I, I, I don't do that kind of stuff. But you know, there's some that I believe but what, what we're feeling in here, some of you should have your hands lifted yeah, up. Right. Amen. Amen. That's right. And the reason why I say that is because the way things are right now, right here. Right. The way things are with you personally. And you know there's a burden there, you know, you know there's a weight there, and you feel it yourself. You know it's you know, don't be in denial. But when you come into a place like this and you walk into the presence of the Lord, man, if, if it was me, I would be I would be lifting my hands. I would be acknowledging him. I would be asking him for Amen. For help. Because I guarantee you there's obviously there are situations, there are problems, there are troubles, there are trials. There are different circumstances going on with all of you in here. And, you know, and we come into a place, and, and that's why I say this church should be different than all the other, right. amen, religious bodies. Amen. It should be different than because we have the presence of the Lord. So, But when He comes and He visits us, yes. when He comes and He manifests His glory, that's what we're feeling right now. We ought to be taking advantage and we ought to be lifting up our hands. We ought to be entreating Him. We ought to be welcoming Him. It's a humbling experience. And, and, you know, it's a humbling experience. But when you humble yourself unto God. Yes. Hallelujah. That's what it's going to take. And it's, it's something that we've been praying for. I've been praying for it. I'm pretty sure some of you have been praying for it. The, the few of you that have been praying for a move of God, that have been praying for a revival. Hallelujah. My prayer before service today, my prayer to Lord, to the Lord was, I said, Lord, 
I want I want this one thing. I asked this one thing. I said, Lord, give me audience. You know what that means? Give me audience. Lord, I want every ear to be tuned in to what I have to say for you. I want every individual attentive. I want them looking at you and not to be distracted because the enemy likes to distract you and lead you away from God. He likes to lead you away from truth and you have the opportunity. You're this close. When you're this close to and you're right before the Lord, guess what he's going to try to do? He knows if you're this close to him, he's going to try to do his best to somehow amen distract you. And I've been praying for that. Lord, give me audience. Let every individual be in tune with you. Let them be attentive. Let their ears be open. Mm -hmm. Let them be focused. Don't come here to church if you don't want to come and participate. And amen. Not try to receive something from the Lord. Don't come. You might be saying, Pastor, you want me to come? You're praying for it. Yes, I do. I I want you to come to church, but don't come if you're not interested. Right. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. That's not being mean or offensive that's just you know i'm just telling you praise god the reason why i'm here is because i love the lord amen Amen. Amen. that's right thank you jesus thank you jesus hallelujah and so we are amen we are experiencing his presence his awesome presence. Man, I tell you what. Some of us are, amen, yearning and desiring for renewal and revival and restoration. Praise God. And some of us are waiting for the next preacher to come along. And all the Lord is saying, hey, come on, I'm here right now. The preacher is here. The preacher is here. You're not even acknowledging him. The preacher is here. He's here. Praise God. Let him preach to you. Let him minister to you. And we always like to look for somebody else. He's right there. He's right in front of you. He's going. Can I get your attention? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. What I do up here is not an easy task. Mm-hmm. I have to be very focused because I'm attentive to the Spirit of the Lord as He leads me. Mm-hmm. And as He speaks to me, I, I mean, I have to be attentive to the Spirit of the Lord. I don't want to, amen, I don't want to miss what He has to share with me. Mm-hmm. And obviously because it's important for you because it's going to be Amen. Passed on to you via His Word. Amen. And via, praise God, me being as attentive as I can to the Spirit. Just 
And so it's not an easy task to do that, to stand in front of people and here you're concentrating and you want to do what the Lord, amen, is leading you to do. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Because, I, you know, as I said this morning, I wish the Lord would just quicken me in the word of knowledge so I could, amen, be specific about every person that is here, every every individual. I could, you could be specific about what it is that you have right here, what you are harboring. What, are, what, what is right there that you have in your hearts? So God would reveal whatever it is. Because obviously, if it's not leading you to the Lord. If it's not, amen, drawing you to a place where you're starting to, amen, just let go of whatever it is that you are holding on to. Whatever it is that is your weakness or your limit, whatever it is that hinders you. I mean, I I wouldn't ask for that to judge you. I would ask for it to help you. So you would have to believe what I am sharing with you today, as I do every time I stand behind this holy desk, is directed to me by the Lord, which it is. God knows. And amen. So you have to put your trust in the Lord that He knows what He's doing. Praise God. And that He's reaching out to you. And guess what? One thing about the Lord... Here, here, here's a, here's uh, a a uh, something that we're all familiar with, and we talk about cliches. One thing about the Lord, He never beats around the bush. I hear some people say, "I wish I was like that," because honestly, if we were if we were honest about certain people that. You know, we come across in our life, we say, man, that guy doesn't fool around. He doesn't beat around the bush. I like him. Why? Because when you, here's the thing. When you harbor and when you conceal, what does that say about you? What does that say about your character? What does that say about your personality? What does that say about your being? It obviously, amen, reveals that you're not an honest person. And we throw up those barriers and we throw up those defenses. We throw up those walls and those bulwarks. Whatever they may be, we throw them up and we say, I don't want to let the Lord in. But you know what? He knows what it is already. And you're just fooling yourself. Because you can't conceal the matter. Hallelujah. So my prayer is that the light of the word would shine. And when it shines, it will reveal the darkness. It will reveal what's in the darkness. Because all of you, you and I, we need that. 
we need the light to shine. And we need to see what God is showing us. Regardless if it pricks us. We all get pricked. Nobody likes to get pricked. Huh? It's uncomfortable, isn't it? Yes. Praise God. You get pricked and it's just like, ooh. I don't like the way that it makes me feel. Well, let me tell you something. That is your that is your carnal nature responding, but your spirit's probably saying, Oh yes. Right. Amen. Yes. That's what I need. Yes. I need that. Praise God. Praise God. I was looking for a confirmation. As the Lord spoke to me this morning, and I was looking for a confirmation. I said, Lord, because a lot of times it's amazing how certain things are confirmed in here. Uh-huh. <laughs> Scripture and everything falls in place, and we go, oh, wow, that's amazing. Amen. God's bearing witness. God's bearing witness. And I was looking for a confirmation, and then the worship proved to me what God was, what the word that the Lord gave to me was, was confirmation. Wow. <laughs> That's why I say, saints, one thing that would do us good is not to hold back on God. Right. Amen. We could just let loose. Amen. And we could just let God have liberty. Yes. We can let Him move. We will definitely experience an outpouring of His Spirit. Yes. I mean, praise God, things will take place. Yes. And Amen. things will happen because we allow ourselves. We let down our guard. Amen. I was supposed to be in White River again, but for whatever reason, I was praying this week and certain things kind of happened that kind of prevented me from doing that. I've been praying. I've been praying. I've been praying. God, and it was just like the Lord said, I haven't released you yet. I said, okay, I, I get it. Okay, when you release me, and when he releases me, I guarantee you, I'm going to get my buck and my gold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get what I go hunting for. Right. Praise God, but he hasn't released me. So here I am. I had to get a hold of Brother Aaron and Brother Dan yesterday. They said, I'm still in town. So <laughs> praise God, you can be relieved of, amen, your duties tomorrow. So here I am, but I, you know, I don't mind this. Amen. I don't mind it at all. I, I want to do what God called me to do. Amen. And amen, uh, that's, that's what we're here for. Praise God. Amen. That's, that's what we're here. That's what the Lord called us for. If you want to turn with your Bibles, in your Bibles with me to the book of 2 Corinthians, we'll get started. Hallelujah. And I pray that every ear be open, every heart, every mind, to what the Lord has to say to us today. 2 Corinthians chapter 2. Amen, I'll let you get there. 2 Corinthians chapter 2. 
Verse number 14. Now thanks be unto God, which always causeth us to triumph in Christ, and maketh manifest the Savior of His knowledge by us in every place. For we are unto God a sweet savor of Christ. In them that are saved and in them that are that perish. To the one are we the savor of death unto death and to the other the savor of life unto life. And who is sufficient for these things? For we are not as many which corrupt the word of God, but as of sincerity, but as of God, in the sight of God, speak we in Christ. Thank you for your word, Lord. Appreciate your presence in this place. I ask that you would bless your people, Father. Open up their understanding, Lord. Open up their hearts and their minds, their spirits, Lord, that they can receive with meekness your engrafted word, which is able to save them. Let them receive, O oh Lord, the understanding, God, that you want them to have and impart to them, O oh Lord. Amen. This wisdom and this knowledge, we pray in Jesus' name, let it be done. Let everybody say amen. May be seated. Before I get on and forget, the title of this message is A Sweet Aroma unto the Lord a sweet aroma unto the Lord so I want to go back just a little bit now thanks be unto God which always causeth us to triumph in Christ and maketh manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place for we are unto God a sweet savor of Christ in them that are saved and in them that perish. So here the Apostle Paul speaking about basically, and when I say basically, what it should be when we come into the presence of God. What should happen, amen, not just individually, but collectively as his people, as his body. Mm -hmm. Praise God. We come in here. All of us are pretty much used to the routine of worship. We know what we're called upon to do. We understand what the scripture has, amen, instructed us to do, to worship him in spirit and in truth. So in so doing, we humble ourselves before God. It's a humbling experience to come into a place and do something you're not comfortable doing. Amen. amen. That you do not, amen, uh, you know, it's, it's, something, if it's, it's something that you're used to doing. Then you might feel a little bit more comfortable with it because it's a habit that you have to come into the presence of God and to, amen, humble yourself. Under his mighty hand. Amen. The good thing about that is. Peter said if you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. He's going to exalt you in due time. So that's the reason why it's necessary for us to understand those 
instructions and those admonitions, amen, to the Lord that we can come and, as Paul said, don't be weary in well-doing. Amen. We're not to be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap. Amen. So everything that we do when we come into the house of God is for a reason. It has a purpose. And, uh, and, and obviously when it, it brings us to a place of humility and submission. I don't know about you, but I'm here to worship God. I'm not here to do anything else but to worship Him, exalt Him, praise Him, give Him glory, give Him honor, thanksgiving, praise God. That's the reason why I'm here. Praise God. That's my sole purpose of coming to the house of God. And so we should all feel the same desire, the same zeal. And I know, amen, that maybe some of us don't feel, praise God, up to worshiping the Lord right now. But amen, regardless of how you feel and what we're going through, it's even more of a sacrifice. That if you come in heavy laden, if you come in troubled, if you come in being tested and you're going through a trial, amen, to humble yourself, to lift up your hands and to lift up your voice. And to lift up your spirit and your heart to God in worship. Are you listening to me? Because when we do so, we fulfill God's will. We fulfill his will for, amen, our our lives and, amen, what we are going through right now. It's the ultimate, praise God, the ultimate release. Whatever it is that you're going through right now, I want you to understand something. God knows what your dilemma is. God knows what your problem is. Praise God. They might seem, amen, big and gigantic, but in the sight of God, they're small, they're minute, and all we have to do is put our trust in Him. All we have to do is humble ourselves to Him. And we do it as we did this afternoon in this place. Amen. A sweet aroma. Amen. A sweet aroma. Amen. As Paul said, make it manifest the Savior, savor of his knowledge. Amen. He mentions it in both these verses 14 and 15. The savor of his knowledge. A sweet savor of Christ. And that word just basically means this. The savor means fragrance that beautiful aroma of worship and sacrifice and praise that we offer up when we come into the presence of god it's more meaningful when we're going through something are you listening to me it's more meaningful when the devil is working hard on us and amen uh, working overtime it's more meaningful when you come in here and you don't feel amen 100 percent so there's that beautiful aroma some of you have obviously felt it maybe some of you by the holy ghost have smelt that sweet savor, that sweet aroma that we have offered up to God in praise in this place. Amen. 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 Am
Praise God. Hallelujah. Man. Pay attention. Because you might be saying, well, what does this have to do with me? Has everything to do with you? Has everything to do with where you are right now? And God says, I want to set them free. That's right. Thank you, Jesus. The Apostle Paul said in the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse number 18, he said this, but I have all and abound. <clears throat> I am full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you. Look what he says. An odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. In other words, he was acknowledging what the Gentiles did. Amen. In sharing, in sharing, amen, their wealth with the Apostle Paul and with the church at Jerusalem. It obviously, amen, was something that had to take place because of the need. Are you listening to me? Because of the need that was there. Sometimes we don't realize there's a reason why we are in need sometimes. Maybe we do need to be in need to be able to understand the goodness of God. There's not anything that you and I can do on our own. We cannot save our own souls. We cannot help ourselves. We know we need to go beyond that. That's one thing that you need to understand and realize that. You need God to intervene in your life and to help you with whatever it is that you are going through. So sacrifice is what he was speaking of. He said, amen, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. Right. Amen. Amen. Guess what? It won't be worth it unless we learn that it has to be a sacrifice. Right. A Amen. sacrifice is something that we have to give up. Amen. A sacrifice is something that it's hard for us to part with. Amen. It's got to be heartfelt. Are you listening to Amen. me? It's got to be something that means something to us. It's of Amen. importance. So Paul was talking about this offering that he received. Amen. And he, that's what he said. It's a, it's a sweet smell. That aroma. Woo. Every once in a while you get these little air fresheners. One here, one back there. Walk through here. One time I walked through here right when that one... It was it was pretty I mean it was it was nice. It was pretty dense. Yeah. But then when the aroma started to linger, I thought, Woo boy, that sure smells good. Yeah, right. Amen. That sure kind of gets rid of the mildew. Right. And the, 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 
the stale smell. Yeah. Amen. And it brings a pleasant aroma that we smell. They go, oh man, it smells. Guess what? It smells refreshing. Amen. Amen. And there's times in our walk with God when we get to that place where we get stale. Yeah. Are you listening to me? Where, amen, we allow ourselves to fall into that place where we're not doing much at all. Yeah. You ever wonder why we're in the place that we are right now? Yeah. It's because we're too complacent. Yeah. We're not doing anything. Amen. So God allows certain things to happen in our lives that will cause us to rise up, amen, and humble ourselves. It's not worth it. If it's free. Exactly. Huh? A lot of people Amen. like freebies. Huh? They'll live for a freebie. But it's not worth it when it's free. You know why? Because if you get it free, you don't appreciate it. That's why you have to go through something. That's why you have to experience something. It makes it more worthwhile. Amen. All the hardships. You gotta go through it. Amen. Woo! All the dynamics. Sometimes those things happen. Amen. All the troubles and the trials just seem to all of a sudden hit us and we're overwhelmed and we don't know what to do and we're thinking to ourselves, why am I going through this? And God's saying, you know what? You know why? I want to smell that sweet aroma. I want to smell that sweet aroma. I want to see the sacrifice that you bring before me. Here's, here's something. Here's something. I want you to pay attention to this. All of you. Every, every one of you. All of you. Don't think that you're exempt. Right. right. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know why I say that? Because if I, if I, let me take a good. I, I think I do know everybody in here. And I think I do know everybody in here has been baptized in Jesus' name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Am, I, am I right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody in here has been baptized in Jesus' name and full of the Holy Ghost? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Say, yep. Mm -hmm. Guess what? You're not exempt. In our minds, we say, I don't, that don't have nothing to do with me. Oh, yes, it does. Has everything to do with you. Amen. Everything to do with me. Every time we open up the word of God. Amen. Right. Amen. We cannot accept ourselves. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. So we're all <coughs> privy to it. We're all, even though we don't want to be participants, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. 
Has anybody ever met a unwilling participant? Amen. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Try to get them to do something? Yeah. I was drawing back. Oh, yeah. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah. It's hard. Right. It's it's actually it's actually more easier when somebody just willingly just yeah. whoosh, right. and you just yeah. boom, you go, whoa, wow, that was good. Yeah. Right. Amen. But it doesn't happen that way. I know this. Maybe I, if, if I knew by the Holy Ghost, what percentage of you are willing-hearted? Mm. I wouldn't even have to say, hey, you just step up. But then reality is there's some of you that are going to And, 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 and praise God, who was it said that the other week that said one of the things about the Lord, the Bible says he will draw, when he draws us by his spirit, he will draw us by his spirit. Did you realize that one of the uh, uh, amen translations of that word draw means to literally drag? Yeah. And so sometimes God literally has to drag us, even yeah. though we're not willing. Sometimes he has to drag us. Right. But thank God he's yeah. dragging us. Hebrews 13, 16. But to do good and communicate, forget not. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. To do good, to do good. To do good. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. And to communicate. That word communicate means this. To share. Right. To give. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. To do good and to communicate. To share. To give. That's what God called us to, good, to do. He said forget not. Don't forget to do that. Yeah. All of us in here are all part of that. That's God's will for our lives. He wants us to do good. He wants us to communicate. He wants us to share. He wants us to give. Right, right. Not one of us is right. exempt from his instructions. Right. We're all part of that. Right. Amen. Amen. He says, for such sacrifices, God is well pleased. Right. So you wonder why it's so hard for us right. to come to church on a regular basis. When it should be something that, hey, can't wait to get there. You know what? If God's perfect will existed in some of you, here I go. If God's perfect will existed in some of you, the truth of the matter is there'd be a race. For the front door. Every time the church came around. Every time we approached prayer or Bible study or amen Sunday service. 
there would be a race for the door. I wouldn't be able to keep anybody back. You know why? Because that would be God's perfect will. We'd be running because we know reason why I come because I know what I'm going to experience. I know what I'm going to feel. Amen. I'm going to get my reward when I go to the house of God. So in reality, it becomes a sacrifice. Just I just, I, I pray, I get I get so frustrated. I'm just being honest with you. I get so frustrated because midweek service is just like, there's just a few of us. Yeah. Yeah. And I say to myself, man. Mm. That's hump day. That's right. Huh? Yep. We were on the peak Wednesday. <laughs> that's one day. That's we're in the middle of the week. That's when we should be at the at the peak. At yes. the, at the peak we of the week. Amen. 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 Wow. So that midweek service, we should. Man. Woo. Amen. 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 Wow. Amen. Oh man, right. I tell you what, some of you want revival. But you only come to church on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, I want revival. I want, oh, Brother Harold should get another preacher in here. Hey, you could have revival by yourself if you really wanted to. You could have revival if you pray through the Holy Ghost. You don't need another preacher. And if you would make it a point, now I'm really going to get under your skin. We would travel 75 miles from White River to Pier. Because, you know, when we started to work in White River, we would travel 75 miles to be in fellowship with the church in Pier. Sometimes it would be snow and sometimes it would be blizzard conditions. My girls can tell you that. Here we would hit the road. Why? Because we want to be in church. We want to fellowship with yes. the saints of God. Yes. We want to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Yes. Are you listening to me? Yes. We want it to be in church. Those yes. 75 miles were nothing. Right. Amen. 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 But to do good and communicate, forget not. Forget not. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. Remember, we're talking about that sweet aroma. You know what? I've talked to different people. And I run into people, and then they, you know, they always comment about I, I know several people in this town. I know quite a few. I shouldn't say several people. I know more than several people. They know who I am and they know where our church is and they say, yeah, we keep driving by. Man, you guys have church a lot. Yes, we do. We're Christians. There you go. 
So we have church a lot. Christians should be able to hang around. Guess what? How many days do you go hang around? Wherever. Huh? And you go hang around. You just go hang around. Why? Because I just want to hang. Guess what? This is the reason why we hang around. Fellowship. Companionship. Fellowship. You know why? Because we need one another. We need one another. Praise God. And so they say, man, you guys have church a lot. Oh, yes, we do. We're the real church. Attest the fellowship. Attest the fellowship for each and every one of you. Attest the fellowship. How much do you really love God? If I lived in Wagner, I'm not trying to put you guys on the on the on the burner. If I lived in Wagner, guess what? Every Wednesday. If there was no other place for me to go. What's that say about some of you here in Vermillion? I can understand if you're working and you get your hours take you that I can understand that but if you're not yeah. Yeah. just hold on now just hold on I'm not. because this is what makes church work oh I didn't hear any okay. this is what makes church work Here's the thing. Bible says, Romans chapter 12, verse number 1. You could probably quote it by heart. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service your reasonable service presenting your bodies as a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto God we're to do that we're all called to do that I'm going to tell you something our sacrifice whenever we talk about sacrifice no longer requires physical blood Jesus fulfilled that. Amen. So our sacrifice consists of heart action. Right. Worship. Amen. Submission. Yes. Obedience. Yes. Etc. And etc. Yes. We can go on. That's our reasonable sacrifice. Amen. Amen. Because that's what it's all about. Yes. Praise God. Presenting our bodies. Amen. Living sacrifice. Amen. 
Interesting. This all has, you know, we talk about it. Remember what I say, I've been teaching. And, and, I, and I hope some of you are paying attention. I hope you're learning something mm-hmm. by what I've been teaching you in the past month or so. I hope it's somehow sinking in and you're getting, you're getting a hold of it and you understand the principles of God's word, the concepts of right. God's word. They're being instilled as you open up the word and you see and praise God. But everything that you and I, amen, do right now, everything that we practice as far as our Christian living is concerned is all based upon what the word of God, amen, what the Lord spoke to his people. And we're talking about sacrifice. Right. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 Did you know that there are laws of sacrifice? Yes. Well... You go back into, just real quick, like Leviticus chapter 1. And you go back there and, and you read this in Leviticus chapter 1. And, and he gives, in this whole chapter here, he gives the laws of the burnt offerings, the sacrifices. And the Lord called unto Moses and spake unto him out of the tabernacle of the congregation, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, if any man of you bring an offering unto the Lord, he shall bring it your offering of the cattle, even of the herd and of the flock. So he goes on. These are the laws of sacrifices. The animal sacrifices consisted of bullocks. So they were from the cattle, the herd, rams, goats, lambs, and turtle doves. You read that. You read that all there. And amen. So these were the laws of sacrifice. Now here's, here's one thing about the laws of sacrifice that he wanted them to understand. He said every sacrifice that you bring forth, guess what? Had to be a whole sacrifice. Right. Had to be everything that you were going to get. Had to be the entire animal. Had to be the body. You couldn't hold anything back. It had to be the whole right. sacrifice. Right. Because it had to be a whole burnt offering. Amen. 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 That's right. And guess what? Here's the challenge. Woo! Had to be the best. Yes. Amen. Of the herd. The best of the fold. The best of the flock. It had to be the best. It couldn't be the second best. It couldn't be the third best. Are you listening to me? Had to be the best. Amen. That you could offer. In other words, we're not to hold back from God our best. And you know what he said? Here, here's another law. Here's another law. He said, had to be without blemish. Yeah. Amen. He said it couldn't have no scurvy or no scab on it. Right. Because if it was, it was imperfect. That's right. Had to be a perfect sacrifice. And we think we can get away with. Hey, you might hey, hey that's even pertaining to you. When you don't give God your best, when you don't give Him your all, the whole sacrifice. Right. When you give Him something that is imperfect. Right. Amen. That's why some of you, I know some of you can shout. 
I know some of you can dance. Right? Huh? Hey, hey, hey. I've seen some of you dancing on Facebook. And you were dancing for God. So if you can dance that way for the devil, you can dance that way for God. You were giving your best. Let me tell you something. We're all guilty of that, aren't we? I'm including myself. We gave our best to the devil when we lived in sin. How come we can't give our best to God? I spent my last dollar. And it didn't make a difference how much money I spent. Didn't hold back. Boy, I gave it all. Amen. But when it comes to God, guess what? We're pinching pennies. Amen. Are you listening to me? When we did everything for the devil and we can't do anything for God. My, 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 my. My wife always humbles me. She knows when I have some loose change. And then she knows when somebody's in need of help. And of course, nobody ever says nothing to me, so I don't know. So she always says, well, and I don't even know it, but, and a lot of times it's not like I have a whole bunch of money, but then she says, well, my husband will help you. And you know, I'm saying that, listen to this. And so when it happens to me, guess what? There's that feeling of being uncomfortable. And I think about it and I say to myself, wait a minute, why are you reacting that way? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Especially when it's your, going down to your last few dollars yeah. and you've got it in your pocket. You know what the Bible says? If you have it. Yeah. 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 And so what do I have to do? Chinkishni. <laughs> And it's that little look of. <laughs> but then you think about it. You think about it. Sacrifice. Something that you. That means so much to you. And here it is when it comes to that point of humbling yourself. And here you are. Praise God. That's the reason why I'm not out in White River. The Lord said, I haven't released you. Okay. 
I said, all right, but uh, but you're gonna, you'll, be, you'll be going, don't worry about it. I'm just paraphrasing our conversation. Well, okay, Lord, I know, I know, I know. Everything will be taken care of. But it's not worth it if it doesn't hurt a little. And you know what the Bible says? You know what Jesus said about the widow and her might? She gave all her substance. She gave everything she had. And here you had all these wealthy people giving up their, their abundance. They just got, they could have given more, but guess what? They didn't want to make it hurt. Now here, I'm, I'm going to get to the really, how could I say, the meat. Because brought, however, you know, all this was dependent on what the Israelite that was offering could afford. So obviously their sacrifices were different. But they brought their sacrifices to the Lord and the priests slew the sacrifice. Almost all things are, by the law, purged by blood. Without the shedding of blood is no remission of sin. Every, every Israelite knew that this was their portion. This was their portion. This was their sacrifice. It was connected to them. Has everything to do with them. Everything that represented their entire life. Their whole being. Praise God. I want you to understand, your life belongs to the Lord. If you think you can just give them so much and not your whole life, amen, you're deceiving yourself. And so they brought the whole burnt offering and they presented it to the Lord. And so when they, amen, shed the blood and poured the blood out, the next instruction was to Flay the animal. To flay it and to open it up. They dissected their sacrifice. And the Bible says they even took the inwards and the back legs and they washed them with water. And they put them on the altar of burnt sacrifices with all the other pieces. With all the other pieces. It was a sacrifice that was obviously cut in pieces. Does anybody hear what I'm saying? Amen. The word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and of the spirit and of the joints and the marrow. And is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. God dissects us and cuts us. To pieces. So we're all laid out on the altar of sacrifice. So when you walk up to the altar, guess what you see? You seen that bullock or that ram or that goat or that lamb, you seen or that turtle, you seen it all laid out, everything was opened up and it's all laid out. There it was on the altar of sacrifice. You can see every part of it. It's body parts, it's inwards. Even its heads. You can see every part of it. Now why did God. Why did God. 
Any of you ever read that? Scripture? That's the way they filleted their sacrifice. Why did God, well, how come he just couldn't just put it up there without it being cut to pieces? And he could have just burnt the whole thing. Skin, hide, intestines, no, didn't, didn't make one, one, one cut. He just left. Why did he do it? No, no, he opened everything up. He filleted, he laid it all out so, so you could see the inwards. Guess what? Here's something about our sacrifice. When we come before God and we offer our sacrifices, it ought to be such that God will open us up. He can see every part of us, every intricate detail of our being. Are you listening to me? Even the inwards. In other words, when we present our sacrifices, guess what's going to happen? We're going to be exposed. Right. Yeah. Amen. 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 Every, every part of us. There's the one that what, what the Bible says is that the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing of sun. The dividing asunder of soul and spirit. In other words, you know what? It'll dissect you. It'll 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 divide your your soul from your spirit. Amen. The the joints and the marrow, and even even the thoughts and intents of the hearts. And, the, and then, well, guess what? That's what happens when we come before God as a, we offer our bodies a living sacrifice. Guess what happens? He opens us up. You can't hide. Anything. Here's the thing about that. Why is that so significant? What's the importance about that sacrifice? You know what? Amen. Here's the thing. We're getting very intimate. You know, I worked in the drug addiction uh, as an as a addiction counselor whatever you want to call it alcohol drugs one thing I learned and, and they, they teach they teach us that when we're taking our schooling and our training they teach us about you know don't be naive when people are talking to you about their problems and especially their addictions don't be naive because what they tell you is obviously not going to be the truth and there's such a thing as Denial. You deny. So when they're telling you something, guess what? A lot of times, a good percentage of what they're telling you is under denial. They're not, they don't want to expose any intricate details about themselves. Right. Because there's a lot of problems, a lot of issues that they have, that they are harboring in their heart, in their mind, in their memory. There's a lot of things, there's a lot of places they don't want to go to. So they don't want to expose themselves. And so you have to deal with that denial. They don't want to be forthright. They don't want to be truthful. They don't want to let you know what their problem is. They don't even understand. You're trying to help them with their problems. 
This is the reason why. Guess what? You know the reason why you have your problems? Because you continue to hide them. We're good at hiding things. Yes. Human nature is like that. But when God comes on the scene, you can't hide from God. He knows every intricate detail about your being. And so when the word of God exposes that every intricate, he just opens us up. He plays us. Can I ask you a question? Why are you in church? Right. Amen. Amen. Why do you take the time to get yourself ready? Huh? And come to church. What's the reason why you're in church? I'm asking each and every one of you. Even you young people. Why are you here? Oh, my mama. My daddy. My grandma. My grandpa. What? You should be here because you want to be here. Right. Why are you here in church? Because if you're here in church, guess what happens? When you come and present your body a living sacrifice, you're opening yourself up to God. Yes. Amen. Wow. Amen. Amen. Wow. There's a lot of places we do not want to go. There's a lot of personal problems right here. A lot of personal problems, a lot of issues right here. A lot of them. And here we are. Guess what? And the thing about it is, here's the honest truth. Your spirit, your spirit, not your body, your spirit is saying, your pain. Amen. He knows your suffering. Yeah. Amen. He knows what you're going through. Amen. He can resolve yeah. your problems. Amen. He can save you Amen. from your sin. Amen. But our problem is this. We don't want to open ourselves up. So that's when things become, we start to hold on to trauma. Affects us. That's why we can't, we don't have that, that, my daughter was saying, the blessed assurance. Right. We don't have that peace. Right. That's the real whole reason why the peace offering was offered after the sin offering. Because once the sin was taken care of, now you can make peace with God. Right. You could bring that peace offering up. Yeah. And willfully offer it to the Lord. Why? Because you want to make peace with God. How many of you want to make peace with God? Amen. Amen. So you bring it up. But the thing about it is, you cannot hide. Because everything's going to be dissected. Everything's going to be filleted. Everything's going to be opened up. You cannot hide that offering from the Lord. You know what? There, there's such a thing as acceptable 
So if you did it right, if you offered a lamb or a bullock or a goat or a ram or a turtle dove that had no blemish, that was acceptable. Huh? And if you offered, offered it whole, that was acceptable. That was an acceptable offering. And the other things that didn't make it acceptable, like, like even, here, here's the thing, if they, if they didn't obey the precise uh, uh, order of sacrifice that they were instructed to, amen, bring to the Lord, guess what? That wasn't acceptable. Amen. It wasn't a, an acceptable off, offering. So there were some things, some sacrifices that were not acceptable. Praise God. But if you did everything right, it was acceptable. Then God said, okay, you've done what I asked you to do. So now I will accept your offering. Amen. The Bible says this when it talks about their sacrifices. When Abraham made that covenant with God and the Lord said, hey, I want you to offer me a sacrifice. What did Abraham do? He offered him a sacrifice. Amen. He cut his sacrifice. He laid his sacrifice and he laid it on the altar. Here comes God. He looks down on Abraham's sacrifice. He's seen that Abraham did not withhold anything from him. And the Bible says they use that term cutting the covenant. Because Abraham cut the covenant. You know what that means? He, he amen, filleted his sacrifice. How many of you are willing to fillet your own sacrifice and cut yourself open so God can see all the intricate details about your being? So here comes the Lord. The Lord comes down. He watches. He looks at Abraham's sacrifice. And as Jewish tradition says, when he seen what Abraham did, what he sacrificed, the Bible says, amen, fire came down from the Lord, and the Lord walked in between those pieces of sacrifice, meaning that he accepted them. Guess what? That's what the Lord's going to do for you. God sees your sincerity. God sees your honesty. God sees how truthful you are. Come to the house of God, we're all exposed. Amen. We're all exposed. Let me, let me, I'll say it this way. We're all naked. Amen. In the eyes of him that we have to, you know, we're all, we're, we don't have a covering. God sees every intricate detail about you. He's, praise God. Here we are, here we are, and, and, and it's not by any means not to humiliate you. I wish some of you would get over that business of becoming offended at every little thing. Every little excuse. Oh, pastor said this. What's your name? Didn't look at me right. Brother didn't shake my hand. Use that for an excuse. Get offended. Walk out. Get over it. And so here we are. You know, I don't know how many of you get tired of living for Jesus. Because if you do, I'll be honest with you, then this isn't for you. 
If you can't live for God every day of your life, Praise God. Because this is what it's all about. This is our life. Amen. This is what God calls you. Live for Him every day. Amen. Live for Him every day. Amen. Call upon His name every day. Yes. Fellowship with Him every day. Yes. Open His Word up. Pray every day. Think about that. Because the Lord gave Moses and Aaron instruction. And, and this is what he said in Exodus 29. And right around verse number uh, 42, this is what he said. If I have the right chapter, I don't know if I have the right chapter. Exodus 29, verse number 42. Look what it says. He says this. He said, This shall be a continual burnt offering throughout your generations at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord where I will meet you to speak there unto thee. This shall, this shall be a continual burnt offering. A continual burnt offering throughout your generations. Why did he say that? Well, if you read, if you go back and you read Verse, start from verse number 38. He says, Now this is that which thou shalt offer upon the altar, two lambs of the first year, day by day, continually. In other words, guess what? You were to offer your sacrifices every day. Continually. The morning sacrifice and the evening sacrifice. Continually. The one lamb... Thou shalt offer in the morning, and the other lamb thou shalt offer at even. And so he gives the instruction of what has to be offered. And he says in verse 41, And the other lamb thou shalt offer at even, and shalt do there too according to the meat offering of the morning, and according to the drink offering thereof, for a sweet savor, an offering made by fire unto the Lord. A sweet savor, an offering made by fire so that that aroma can go ascending up into heaven. Whew. An offering made by fire. Think about this, saints. Think about this. To be continually offered. Hey, I believe this with all my heart. We can be overcomers. Amen. We can be victorious. But the reason why some aren't is because they have never practiced. They have never offered. They have never presented their sacrifice unto the Lord. This is something, guess what? You fight it every day. You fight your flesh every day. You fight it every day. It wants to do what it wants to do. You fight God's will every day. Your flesh doesn't want you living for God. Have you recognized that by now? 
Your flesh doesn't want you praying. Your, your flesh doesn't want you full of the Holy Ghost. Your flesh doesn't want, want you walking in righteousness and truth. Doesn't walk, want you living a holy life. Your flesh doesn't want you doing that. So what do you got to do? Present your bodies a living sacrifice every day. That continual burnt offering has to be offered up. In other words, you put yourself under subjection. Deal with your sinful nature. Deal with your human nature. Present it. Woo. Present it. Because he wants it. Smell that. Sweet aroma. He wants that aroma to be ascending up. So he will. Can you smell that? Gabriel. Michael, come here. Can you smell that sweet aroma? My people are sacrificing. They're offering their, their bodies as a living sacrifice. Can you smell that sweet aroma? My mind is blown away. I'm still in awe of the things and ways of God. I'm just amazed. After all these years, after struggling with drug addiction and alcohol addiction and a host of other things God set me free Amen Amen And ever since that day I've been free Amen, Amen. But guess what the reality is He done His part So now I'm doing my part Now I'm offering up my body as a living sacrifice. Man, it's awesome to wake up sober. It's awesome to wake up not under the influence of any drug or alcohol. Or under the influence of any sin. It's awesome to wake up and praise God. Just to experience what it is to be spirit filled. You're... All I have to do is put this under subjection. Mm -hmm. right? Present my body as a living sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Guess what? I'm going to offer it up. Yeah. It's going to continually die out to sin. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to live for him. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. So you're getting, you're getting a taste of it. Some of you don't understand. You come to church. You have, you know, you're not here regularly, so you come in. Then you come in. You experience what we experience. But wow, what is that? Well, because somebody's offering up their sacrifices, right. and God's coming down and saying, Woo! Amen, amen, amen. "Can you smell that?" Amen. It's better even when we don't feel. 
when we're indifferent. It's better even when it hurts. When we could just come before God and say, Lord, this is all. If it's all you have, offer it to him. Put it upon the altar. Because the wood's going to be laid in order. And here we are. All we have to do is come into the house of God and like Peter said, he also has lively stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. And the writer in Hebrew says, by him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually that is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name you know uh, I hope this goes deep into your soul I hope it goes deep into your spirit your being. I hope it goes deep. I hope it settles in there. So I hope you get. I hope you're just. You, you, your hearing is not impaired, and you're just. You're you're receiving everything. I hope it. I hope it's like that because I know some of you. I, I actually know that some of you can, if you really try. Some of you you could be victorious. Amen. You could live for God, and it won't Amen. be a problem. Amen. Living for God is not a problem. Not a problem. I'm happy. Amen. I'm not sad. I actually do skip every now and then. <laughs> Get in that mood where I just, oh man, I just feel bad. This feels so good. Woo! Just find myself skipping. Praise. Yeah. Feels good. Feels good to feel that good. <laughs> so just delight myself in the Lord. But but listen, getting down to the deep things, getting down to where it's really dealing with the intimate things. Of your being. The intimate things. All we can do is look at one another and all we see the surface. But we don't see what's in here and we don't see what's right here. God's the only one that can do that. That's why I said I wish I could look. You know, I'm not a mind reader and I'm not, you know, I, you know, God reveals whatever it is. I'll be I'll be sure to say, okay, brother or sister, come here once. The Lord showed me something. <laughs> I was blown away. Brother Warren. Brother Ronnie Warren. Last night of the the Brush Arbor service. I've seen God use him before in the word of knowledge. Years, you know, a few years ago I seen him, man, he talk about 
hitting the nail on the head. And people that he was ministering to, it's just like, they were like, how did you know that? Well, obviously God. Well, he walked up to this sister, and she was probably about my age. And of course, she wasn't doing too well physically. She had some issues with her health and her, her body. And Brother Warren walks up to her and starts to minister to her through the word of knowledge and begin to tell her what she was suffering with. Man, she just broke down and she started crying. And he said, the Lord wants to help you. and He wants to minister. and He wants to heal you. We prayed for her. Obviously, the Lord, when, she, when we did, guess what? The Lord took that pain away. She didn't have that pain anymore. God healed her. But you know what her statement was to Sister Amen, uh, Savannah? You know, that was God. Because nobody knew what I was suffering. And there was a backslidden apostolic preacher sitting in the congregation. And Brother Warren calls him up, calls him out and tells him, Hey, the Lord called you into the ministry. And he wants you to return to him. And he started to expound to some to him some things that he was going through. Man, all that guy could do is break down and start crying. Woo! But guess what? He prayed back through. Amen. So God knows. Amen. Well, the intricate details, the details that are hidden, that are harbored deep within your heart, And the Lord's probably reading some of you right now. He knows what they are. But look what the Bible says. Isaiah 51, verse number 17, it says, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou will not despise. So I know the Lord. You know, if the Lord had a problem, He had a controversy, an issue with His people. If you read the Old Testament and you read the history of both the Northern Kingdom and the Southern Kingdom, of the kings of Israel and the kings of Judah, one of the problems that they had, that the Lord had with His people, they were idolaters. They worshipped every false god. They worshipped all these other gods, they were idolaters. So that's the reason why the Lord allowed them to go into captivity. He took that that desire for them to worship false gods. He took that desire out of them. So when they came back from captivity, guess what? They didn't have it in them to worship false gods anymore. But he allowed them to go through that captivity for 70 years. Wow. 70 years. Took it out of them. So his issue was, you come before me and you offer your sacrifices. I'm just paraphrasing. You, you present yourself before me, you come before me, you offer your sacrifices. But guess what? Even though you offer your sacrifices, and you're bringing them, you're faithful in bringing your sacrifices. But guess what? Your heart is far from me.
you're not all there. You're not sincere. You don't have it in your heart. You're being foolish. You're being hypocritical. Praise God. But after he dealt with the after he dealt with the idolatry, after he dealt with that problem with them, guess what? This is what he said. And we're almost done. He, he said this in Isaiah 56. He said this to his people. After all that was taking place, and uh, you see that in verse number 7 of Isaiah 56, even then will I bring to my holy mountain. They're going to come when they return, when they come out of captivity, and make them joyful in my house of prayer. You see that? Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices shall be accepted upon mine altar for mine house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. So once God gets that desire of whatever it is, your allegiance to whatever it is, once that is removed from your heart, God says when you come, your sacrifice is going to be accepted. It's going to be accepted. Praise God. Paul said that sweet, that savor, that savor of his knowledge in every place. That sweet aroma that ascends when we come and we do it because guess what we want to do it we want to humble ourselves unto the Lord praise God thank you Jesus thank you Jesus so I hope hope you have gained something today you have everything to gain and nothing to lose being in the house of God everything hallelujah praise God sister Betty and this was back in the 90s we went down to Lincoln Nebraska we were living in Wagner I can't remember what it was for, what kind of workshop it was for. We went down into Lincoln. We were there for, what, almost a week. And uh, we wanted to find out a church we could go to. And Brother Matt Kennison said, well, there's a PAW church down there. Told us the pastor. And he said, they do have midweek service. And they have weekend services. Okay, well, we can, we can go to the midweek service. It'll be during the week. So we went there. Man, I tell you what, we walked in that church. Woo! Getting down. Getting down. Getting down to business. Everybody just worshiping God like it was nobody's business. Just getting down. Amen. Dancing. Singing. Man, we knew that. Wow, this is great. I like this. Then I remember when they called the offering. Man, they got excited when it said, it's time to receive tithe and offering. Woo, they, woo, there's more. Jumping around, dancing, shouting. 
So when they prayed for the offering, the offering, they put the offering plate out there. Guess what? They made a line. They all danced up to the offering. Woo! The offering plate danced, spun, put their tied an offering in the plate, turned around, danced away, rejoicing. I thought to myself, man. Amen. Amen. That's the way. Amen. That's the way. <laughs> Amen. Talk about a good model. Right. Talk about a excellent example Amen. of what it is when we offer yes. our sacrifices. And we're experiencing it to a certain extent. Can you imagine what it'd be like if everybody just got with it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. 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 Some of these young people will be running on the walls and the yeah. ceilings. Right. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. God will just. We'll definitely see the fire of the Lord come yep. down. Yes. Let's all stand. Thank you very much. Food for thought. Food for thought. Hallelujah. What are we... What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Are we going to humble ourselves? Are we going to submit ourselves? Are we going to offer up our sacrifices of thanksgiving and praise? Are we going to present our bodies a living sacrifice? Are we going to do it willingly? Maybe with a cheerful heart. A contrite spirit. A broken heart. We come before God and we say, Lord, I just I can't do it. On my own, I need you. I need to humble myself. Praise God. Praise God. I need to submit myself to you. Hallelujah. That's where we are right now. That's. That's where we are standing right now, each and every one of us. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I praise you, I worship you, I thank you. Thank you for this opportunity, Father. 
Jesus. Glory. Mama Isa, Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Thank you. Ma Isa, Thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you for your spirit that we feel in this place. Such a beautiful presence. God in this place. And you know, Father, every person. You know every individual, Lord, that is standing before you. I pray, Lord, that you would minister. I pray that you would speak to us, God, individually. Help us, Lord, that we can see our need. That we can humble ourselves before you, Lord. God, that we can offer up ourselves unto you. Amen, Lord, as a living sacrifice. God, do a work, Lord, right now in us, Father. Help us, O Lord, that we can, amen, Lord, entreat, Father, entreat you, Lord, your presence, that we can acknowledge you and welcome you, Lord, into our hearts and into our minds and our spirits, Lord. I pray that that be what takes place. Lord, minister to your people, God. Minister to them, Lord Jesus. Pour out your spirit upon us. God, let our hearts be turned to you, Lord. Let our eyes be upon you, O God. Amen, Jesus. Let everything, Lord, about us, our strength, our thoughts, our energy, Lord, everything, Lord, let it be directed to you, Father. Remove, O Lord, those things. God that causes Amen to step out of the way. Amen, God. In Jesus' name. Lord, right now, Father, pour out your spirit, Lord, upon us, I pray. Let it be done, God. In Jesus' name. The altar's going to be open.